Coffee. My name is Jeremy Vanderloop. We're going to talk really fast on this because it's an hour-long podcast in 30 minutes with my dear friend Michael Fox. Um, that was pretty pretty creative right there, how fast I just talked. Yeah. Uh, Michael, let's jump in this. Tell us about who you are, what do you do, um, what, what's your background, where are you from? Uh, so from a little town called Rising Sun, Maryland. Uh, moved to Florida a couple years ago at this point um, with... Kind of on a whim, you know, we lived in Baltimore, Maryland, which has been through its challenges and, um, you know, it was a great city to start my career working with Whiting Turner, one of the top general contractors in America, um, you know, kind of went through COVID, went through a lot of challenges personally and decided um, we need a big change and it was more than one way. First, it was just a move to a new city and some sunshine, warm weather and palm trees. Then it turned into something more, um, you know, I had this dream Spent a lot of time alone through COVID to be an entrepreneur. Always wanted to be one and decided to make a jump. Started my own company. Um, I guess a year and three months, but really in operations, nine months. And it's just... Oh, that crazy. year and three months fully counts, bro. It fully counts. Eh, following the articles organization is one <laughs> thing. Different from let's try to make some money. Haven't quite figured out the money-making part, but we got revenue coming. When you figure out how to do that, let me know. Yeah. The money-making part. Yeah. 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 I get money through the door. It just keeps going out, and I can't figure out that part yet. It's but called getting, a burn rate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A lot of burn rate. And you can calculate through that through mathematics, uh, yeah, Michael. I can do that. I'm a civil engineer, <laughs> but I don't know how I got through four years of Cal because I'm still figuring that part out. But yeah, it's so, all part of growth. It's so you're, you're a young entrepreneur, but your background, uh, you see you, you see you were a civil engineer. You are a civil engineer mm-hmm. by, by trade, I guess by degree. Yeah. And then what was your first career with civil, as a being, being a civil engineer? I think this is a pretty fascinating topic. Um, it was actually not in civil engineering at all. I was, I'm actually a dual degree mining engineer. That's what it was. The mining engineer. So I worked in a coal mine, a thousand feet underground for two summers. How Um, was that? It's terrifying. Um, if you've never experienced pure darkness, it's something not many people do. You know, it's the feeling of I'm standing here and I can't even see the palm of my hand in front of my face. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it was an amazing experience. You know, the, the people of West Virginia, it's really all that they have. A thousand feet underground. Yeah. A thousand feet underground every day. And like, you know, these people are these whole towns and whatever infrastructure built around these coal mines. So it was very interesting to be a part of, but also something I didn't want to be a part of. What were some of your great takeaways from working a thousand feet underground with some of these really like hard blue collar workers, right? Like you're saying these entire towns are built off of coal mining towns. It's almost something like from like yesteryear, right? As Americans, we don't really realize and think that there are still people working in coal mines, right? And and so what what was some interactions with with the, with that demographic of of America? It was just like bonding and like, you know, it, it's 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 a it's a definite risk, right? But we're all taking this risk together and for one shared goal. It's it's, you know, it was a different level of bonding and like take it all back I would I wouldn't hate to do it like it was you know it's with risk comes reward the, the pay was very good um but obviously it's very volatile based on our political climate and mm-hmm. whatever you know obviously green is the push um not really as much of a factor anymore in the economic landscape coal mining but um you know it, it was I think it gave me my ability to connect with my subcontractors and 
everyone down to the folks pushing a broom in a much mm-hmm. better way and level out with them and, you know, be a true leader by example as kind of the leader of men on a project as a general contractor. So, I don't know. I think it gave me my soft skills, honestly. Um, That's awesome. So, yeah. Soft skills. Those are things that people don't talk about, like soft costs, soft skills. How would you define, like, soft costs and soft skills in, in the marketplace as a business owner? Because you were like, – because you worked for a company, like, uh, what, what type of company was Wadding & Turner for people that don't know, like, like size-wise, revenue-wise? Like, what type of stuff were you doing in the Wadding & Turner? After the coal mines, You then you went to pretty high-scale – yeah, construction I mean, numbers wise, five thousand employees, thirteen. I think they're thirteen billion in revenue this year. Yeah, um, big company. Yeah, yeah. You know, with them, I put fifteen hundred apartment units in. You know, probably closer to three quarters to a billion dollars worth of construction in place. What that, that you oversaw? That I oversaw. What yeah. was the tallest building you ever built with Whiting and Turner? Uh, fifteen stories. Fifteen. So is that is that considered a high rise? It's high rise. Yeah. So you built you've literally built high rises. Yeah. Was that a hotel or what was that? That was a multifamily apartment in DC. Uh, that was outside of Baltimore City. Okay. Yeah, so I did not. Uh, sorry, eight stories in the Northern Virginia market. Okay. Um. So eight stories, fifteen stories, five story stick podium, multifamily. You kind of name it. Just strictly wood frame, four story. It kind of did all types of construction within multi unit construction, whether it be hotel, multifamily, dormitory. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> this cough, man. It's it's been around for like a month. Um, so that's pretty amazing. So then you're like, hey, so I've gone from the coal mines. Now I've gone to the sky rises, right? Right. And you go. Now I'm going to move to Tampa. So you so you just so what was I know you said palm trees and sunshine. Well, what was the real heartbeat of moving you and your significant other to Tampa? Why did you guys choose Tampa? It's it's a growth market, you know, okay. and there's more. There was opportunity, right? in a growth market. Obviously, this is the most beautiful place in the world, but, you know, I, I d- can't ignore the fact, ULI, real estate trends of this year has us as number five. You know, we Tampa, St. Pete, the Bay, is a growth market. So whether it was going to be Wedding Turner on my own, even though I had the seed planted, but it didn't really start to grow until a kind of year one with Wedding Turner here at the Tampa office, I knew there was opportunity for growth. And, you know, the way Wedding Turner is structured, there's 34 operating groups in D.C., Baltimore. So I was competing literally with ourselves. Yeah. So coming here, there's one office and 25 people. Yeah. At least I had better opportunity as an entrepreneur within Whiting Turner to grow. But now I'm on my own, and the opportunities are endless. They Every single day something pops up. So you initially came down with Whiting yeah. down here. Yep. Okay, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, I transferred so, in. and So you just I need to change the scenery. I'm going to go down to Tampa. It's growth market. I don't want to compete with our company because we're such a giant company. Let's go into our emerging market. Yeah, and by the way, I have this idea. Let's maybe see if it pans out. and Start my own company. Yeah. And right. that's kind of how it works. You got to Tampa, St. Pete specific, and you're like, all right, now I'm working. And then how long was it between making that move with the corporation to going, I'm going to go jump out and try to do this on my own and really hit that like results economy that says the only guarantee I have is to lose money if I stop moving? One year. So you, so you came down, you worked here cor- for the corporate for one year. Yep. What projects did you do down here? Uh, pharmaceutical, complete change of pace. And I think that was another thing. You know, when I entered the construction commercial real estate industry, I was told, find your niche and dig in. Yeah, it's and true. I knew that residential multifamily construction was like what I was good at. I worked for the number one group within this massive company in multifamily. My old boss, Steve Mayork, is the industry excellence 
leader, you go to Whiting Turner's website, Steve's face pops up. What's up, Steve? Um, but he's the expert. You know, you, you, there's not a person I can confidently say between Steve Mayork, Mike Perot, Alex Ehrlich that know more about multifamily. Yeah, so you um, got to learn from the best from multifamily. Learn from the best. So I came here. Um, Florida's a tough market for multifamily. Just statue of repose, condominiums, all those things are make all these headwinds for a general contractor. So typically Whiting Turner doesn't like the dabble too, too much when it comes to those, but they have, and they will. Um, it's just some things that need to be established. Um, so I came here, I was doing a lot of pharmaceuticals, um, working for, um, Bausch and Lomb up in Temple Terrace here. Um, challenging projects, dealing with the FDA, dealing with high regulations, dealing with clean environments, um, drugs manufacturing is, uh, you know, it's, it's a process that is ongoing. It's, it's manufacturing, right? If they're not producing, they're not making money. So they shut down the plant twice a year, um, for 14 and 21 days. And during those periods, for the most part, besides the non-production items, we would have to blow out all their projects in their clean space. So 24, seven round the clock, plan for six months, build it in 14 days. Wow. So, yeah. That's nuts. It's like really high intense. Yeah. Uh, it was, it took years off my life. Can and we pull that to ninth street? Let's do that. We're probably at that point. Just kidding. Um, no, Just the, kidding. the whole team's there right now. Yeah, so. That's a deal that we're doing together. So, so, uh, Mike is a builder on one of my houses and you guys are killing it. You guys are crushing it. Appreciate it man. Yeah, you really are. We've just hit some delays. So I was like, yo, you know how to do that? 24 seven. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Get yeah. this done. Yeah. Um, yeah. Classic developer and builder relationship. Hey man. Um, when, when, when can we expect to finish that? You know, it'd be really nice. And, yeah. Uh, how has that been working for me? I've actually never asked that question. How is it working for a guy like me? Or I, working with a guy like me? Great. Yeah? All right, Honestly, good. nothing nothing better I could ask for. Like, you know, you're a client that knows what you want. You've built the product before, and it's super easy to work with. I know I can come and get answers. And now that you've scaled up, having Brian, yeah, he's somebody that always has the answer. And, yeah, thank God. And yeah. offer solutions too, could because he's done it. So you as a developer, you took the right approach in scaling to have somebody that has been through the trenches. I literally like swung a hammer. Yeah. I saw him doing builds. the carpentry on your house. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. which is yeah. a similar product to what we're building. And, yeah. You know, that's an asset, you know, he, he yeah. helps solve some of our problems that, yeah. Yeah, he's pretty brilliant. I mean, he's my operations guy now for those that don't know. He's like my COO. Yeah. He's in California this week working. I know he is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I nervous. Him man. A couple times. I am nervous because I love that dude. He's and, answered uh, the phone yeah. every time we needed him. You know, we're at the you know, we're finishing man, this cool. house this week, but he's answered the phone. Yeah, he's good. We've been on the phone him. a lot. Yeah, yeah. he's he's giving me some updates. But um sorry, you, you mentioned the twenty four seven. I got real excited. I was like, wow, he knows how to do twenty four seven. We gotta build. Let's finish this in twenty four seven. Yeah, Access. I about had a heart attack during that. So um. never mind. Let's not do that. I'd like, <laughs> we'll deal with some more delays. No. So like, like dealing with delays and budgets. I mean, that is enough stress that'll kill. I don't. I hate using the term average, but just a, a, a standard, you know, W two. Right, and even standard employee. I mean, like construction and development. It's a very high risk, high reward industry. Right. Right. Because you make one mistake and you're like, oh, that was $10,000 or, oh, that was a million dollars. And those mistakes are like, so how did you handle that? Did Have you ever made one of those mistakes personally where you had to go to the client and be like, have yo. Have I lost money? Yeah, I've lost money. <laughs> You'd be I, like, yo, dude, I'm really sorry. I did this. this I've my lost, bad. I lost money day one. I've lost some money on your job. You know, it, yeah. it, 
you know, not hitting profit goals. I'm not, not that it's not profitable, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's the reality of our business. Why do we make a fee and why is that fee proportionate usually? Yeah. Unless you're taking a discount because we're taking the risk. We are the construction manager at risk is what an arrangement type is. You know, yeah. we are taking the risk of building and we hopefully reap the reward if we do our job well, but it comes with doing our job well. And what does that take? quality, effective management. Yeah. And that's like what my intent is to build this company. It's your systems, right? Yeah. It's infrastructure. Your, it's your systems, your infrastructure, and there's not a company in this world that has done it better than Whiting Turner. I've learned from the best. There is not a barrel general contractor in this world. I can guarantee that. That's awesome. So now you're spreading your wings a uh, year and three months and nine months fully operational. Uh, what are like some of your top three takeaways, man, with just starting a new company, going from a $13 billion company building sky rises down to doing your own. And now you've even like leveled up. You've, you've actually hired on some staff pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, takeaways, um, growth is hard. Scaling is hard. Um, it's got to be done properly and managed well. And cash burn is really, really, really real. And yeah. it's painful yes. and it hurts, but you just got to keep that light at the end of the tunnel dead set in front of you and just keep moving, you know, moving faith, moving the word, you know, um, faith is the only thing that's got me here. Like my faith is all I have. And I think, you know, I can thank you for whatever reason we cross paths in lives. I know it's the Lord. You've kept me aligned and kept me grounded. In well, man, I'm glad to be a part of your life. It's awesome. Yeah, and uh, man. have you a part of this community yeah, too. Cause we met, how do we meet? Let's talk about that. That was a pretty radical way to meet too. Uh, Travis, <laughs> Yeah, we were doing our very first Crest Chat yeah, ever. Ever, ever. Ever. Very first one was like May So I'm doing, of uh, 22. I'm doing a 16-unit multifamily job in South South Tampa. And uh, my office as a single entrepreneur was uh, Caffeine Roasters. Okay. So literally every day. It's a great coffee shop. It's great. And I was yeah. building the building next door. So that was the only place I really had for an office where I could put my laptop up and try to build out all these systems while building this job and whatever was to come next. Um, heard Travis asking for some advice on roasting from the owner of caffeine. Now, for those that don't know, Travis is, is he's, he's now, he just hit a one year anniversary working with me and Cress, And he also owns a coffee roasting company called intrepid coffee roasting. Mm -hmm. That, uh, is a startup that we're helping him get up off the ground and support him through that. And yeah, plug it in, <clears throat> plug it in, intrepid drinking coffee. some intrepid coffee roasting. Phenomenal. Right here. We serve it exclusively here at Crest. It's awesome. <laughs> Great coffee. Best coffee in town. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so um, ever heard Travis having a conversation? You know, I don't think he got all the information he was looking for, and it was kind of like, uh, you know, pushed off to the side. So I saw some frustration in him, and me being an entrepreneur, I was like, hey. Like ran out to the parking I ran lot. ran out to the parking lot, and I said, Travis, <laughs> like, dude, I know what you're going through. Like, keep at it. Have the faith. Here's my business card. Call me if you ever, like, you know, need somebody to talk to. Yeah. And he's like, what are you doing tonight? I don't know. I'm not, I'm so working. what prompted you? To, you're just like, hey, there's another dude going through the same season of life that I'm in. And he's like, because he's talking to his old boss. He didn't know that at the time. Right, right. But that was his old boss. And he was trying to get, and his old boss was not sure if Travis was actually going to go out and do this thing. And now knowing Travis, he's absolutely doing it. And right. it's, it's going, and it's, he's kind of, he's going to be one of the best roasters on the planet, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's that passion about it. Absolutely. And hearing um, him talk about coffee, it's yeah, like, it's, 
It's crazy. It's yeah. awesome. It's I, a science. He's a scientist. I love entrepreneurs, especially when they tap into that passion. You right. Know? And so you were intrigued by just this peer-on-peer um, experience. You hear this guy and then getting blown off a little bit, you know. Yeah. So you ran out to him. You're just like, I need to go talk to another young entrepreneur who understands what I'm going through and yeah. vice versa. Yeah, it's the same struggles, you know. And I, I think I had a very similar relationship with what I experienced here. And I won't get too much into that. But, like, you know, I felt it. I felt it. And I was like, I need to go talk to this guy because I know he's feeling how I feel. And... I just said, keep the faith and keep moving. And, um, you know, he's, he invited me to the first crest chat and he was like, I need you to meet somebody. Yeah. And yeah. called summer and like, we're going to something. And I'm like, it's like, what is it? I don't, I don't know. But we're <laughs> going to it. So, um, you know, I heard, I think who all was on the panel that night. You, Matt, I got it. Me, Matt Corvelli, which Corvelli. I'm a fan of Corvelli. That dude's just a monster. Yeah. What a G. Um, yeah, for real. That's a great way to describe it. Yeah. And then, uh, been through everything. <coughs> yeah, and then we had Matt McKinney and David Henning. Yep. So it was a rock star panel of fi- financial literacy. Yeah. So we were talking about it, and somehow I made myself in the middle of that. And it was just, it was really cool to watch these guys just talk and dialogue about financial literacy. You know, you had guys that are entrepreneurs, guys who ran the U.S. Treasury, are running large banks, and you also had financial advisors and planners that are talking about the market. And it was just a really cool series. I think we're getting ready to release that series, too. We're, we're going to release all the Crest Chats as podcasts. Oh, cool. And cool. so Absolutely. it was a really cool series on financial literacy. It was like a three-part series. And it was our first one, and that's how I knew we had something special. Right. Because right. we had no clue what we were doing. And we right. just got up there and started talking. Yeah. And uh, the, the re- people's receptiveness. I remember, remember Summer coming up. This is Summer's uh, Mike's girlfriend, and uh, she's awesome. You guys are a power couple. Um, but I remember her coming up and being like, man, I'm so glad that you started asking, because I was dumb. I was like, I don't know what that means. Let me just clarify that. And she was like, I'm really glad that you did that because it made these really complex, complicated things that the guys are saying, I, I could actually understand it. And, yeah. uh, and so I felt really good because that was the whole point was to get these experts and then to try to simplify what they're saying so that everyone can understand yeah, you made it, it, you know, digestible. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, yeah, so that was kind of the encouragement. And that's how we met though, was at yeah. that first Crest chat. And, yeah. uh, and then it was like that. The, then what what else happened after that? Because we met. You said, let's get coffee tomorrow. <laughs> let's get coffee. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of talked to you and, you know, told you a little bit of what I do. And you're like, yeah, we need to get coffee tomorrow. And like, yeah, we need to. Yeah, we did that. We yeah. got coffee. And we were like, it was May, I think. Yeah. I mean, so uh, this was so fresh. I think we probably had 12 members, you know, at best. And uh, I was like, I don't know what we're doing, but this is, let's get coffee. Let's hang out. You're yeah, a builder. Yeah. I want to know. And then um, very shortly after that, I actually hired you. Yeah. Yeah, kind of on a whim. I was like, hey. Uh, I think we looked at the lot that day, and you said, hey, I got a permit for this. And yeah. Well, because I was in the position mentally of I've, it, it, the only way I'm going to be successful is to – Brian was like – I helped Brian start his handyman business. Then he started doing houses with me, and then he, got, he started getting in high demand. So I had to take the risk, and I hired him full time, and he became my first employee – and then shortly after, my brother broke his arm in a motorcycle wreck, snapped his arm, lost his business. And then within a month and a half, I hired my brother as my second employer. Like, oh, no, I, wouldn't, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah, yeah. And then they basically were running. Like, he, Brian became my director of development and construction. So he was, like, on the field. No one ever saw him. And then um, a year earlier, <laughs> almost a year earlier, we were carrying a giant piece of glass because we were idiots. And Brian was like, I don't like this idea. And he's the only one that said, I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. And uh, the glass exploded. Did you hear this story? 
No. The glass exploded, man. It's like the glass wall that's upstairs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had one of those panels, and it exploded on us. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and I mean, I had to rush him to the doctor, and he, he, you know, and I was like, all right, no more swinging hammers. So that, like, pushed me into this place of, like, all right, well, now you are going to be doing office work with me, but it was still, like, construction and development. And so I started teaching, like, the ins and outs of, like, the paperwork aspect, the admin of, of development, and then fast forward, so that was October, now we're sitting here in May and June, and we have this permit in hand, and I was going to have him basically, like, run it, and then I started this thing with Crest and all this other stuff. I was like, man, I really need, like, just, I need this dude now to level up to be over my entire operations as yep. an entrepreneur, as my right-hand guy. And so we were, I was already actively thinking and looking for the right who to take that. So when I met you, and I just, I connected with you so well, I thought, I, this guy has the same heartbeat of quality that I have. And that's what I was looking for. We were so frustrated because we were trying to identify how to create proper systems to scale. And it's very hard in the residential world, as you're, as you're finding out too. So I finally found somebody that like at least thought the same way I was thinking in regards to systems and processes. Right. And so then I just gave you the headache. I was like, here, Mike, you take this. <laughs> um, let me know how this goes. No, it was a wonderful and, opportunity. Uh, and yeah, that, that house is coming to the market. It's going to be a beautiful home. Oh, yeah. That's one of my favorite models. I live in that model. Yeah. Like we right. were talking. And that's, uh, that's one of my favorite things is uh, these stories of how connections happen. And uh, we weren't looking for that. It just happened. It did. You know? And so, um, are we allowed to talk about the TV thing or no? Do you guys have that going or is that? Uh, contract in place. I don't know where it goes next, but. Um, All right. Well, we won't talk about it. Yeah, yeah. But um, hopefully a four-letter TV network that has a lot to do with homes. Yeah, power couple, man. You and Summer. Yeah. Summer does interior designing now. Yep. And, uh, I mean, so how, let's talk about that a little bit. We got like 10 minutes. So, so your girlfriend has been a pretty high achiever. You guys are, are a high-achieving couple. And uh, let's celebrate your girlfriend a little bit, man. Yeah, talk talk about absolutely. her a little bit. Like, what what's her background? What has she done? Because it really is. A, you guys are a very unique couple, you yeah. know. Um, and I really hope that this TV show then kicks off for you I guys because sure. I would watch it in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, there would be some drama and all that. But no, <laughs> no, it's uh, it's uh, you know, um, summer is ever the complete opposite of me you know i'm the the harsh darkness of the reality of this world <laughs> and she is the light in my life she makes her her name like describes her yeah, yeah yeah she is the absolute light in my life able to just bring joy and happiness to whoever she encounters so can't say enough about her shout out summer um miss you love you soon <laughs> when i get home um but you know she's at now taking the leap herself so two yeah. entrepreneurs under the same roof in the same year really within months um, starting our business. So it kind of kicked off with me quitting my job, flipping our house in a two week span and starting my own company all within those two weeks. And, um, you know, shortly after things started to gain a little traction, she started her own and, um, you know, it's been skyrocketing ever since. Like, yeah. Cause she's know. traveling and doing interior design and stuff. Yeah. Right? She's in Boise. She leaves for Boise tomorrow. Wow. Um, you know, she's been in LA, um, you know, Plenty more coming up on the books, but she's had crazy premier clients. You know, 8 a.m. Golf, the parent company mm -hmm. of Jack Nicholas, Tiger Woods Foundation. Um, you know, she's had multifamily properties, big commercial properties, um, some pretty significant Airbnbs. She did um, Kate Austin's house, um, hey Kate, um, in L.A. Um, and, you know, she's done some really cool stuff. Um, it's 
the sky's the limit for her. And you yeah, know, the fact that we, you know, she has plenty of deals on her own. She finds her own deals. She finds more deals than I can. Super proud I, I never of her, did man. Sale. Sales. I have no idea what yeah. I'm doing. I'm just a project manager. But you know, she's a, she has the network like no other, and she's been able to connect. And um, you know, she has a beautiful eye. You know, a great eye for you know every design she puts together and um people are seeing that so naturally traction's going to gain um so i'm super proud of her and uh, you know i can't say enough about her that's awesome yeah i mean because we we had lunch in august where she was thinking about quitting her job and it was like yeah you can do this and then she did it yeah and now it's like you know eight months later or whatever seven months later and she's now killing it yeah across the country all right and uh and so but that's really cool i mean you guys have just really worked well together and have just a really cool story um, even her, her heartbeat with, uh, you know, SI and all that stuff, you know, like, Hey, I, I'm going to stop cheerleading because she was a cheerleader for yep. the, for the Ravens. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Did they get that right? Yep. And you said she was a flyer. Yeah. And the only stunt reason why team, she yeah. stopped the stunt team because the Bucks didn't do it. Yeah. Bucks is a, yeah, know, it's, it's all like, um, dance. You yeah. Know? So, um, yeah, I mean, she, I give it to her. She t- took the big sacrifice yeah. to move down here with me. Um, but then at thirty, she, she was her. like, "You know what I'm going to do? There's this competition online, yeah. right? I'm going and at thirty, I'm going to compete with like girls ten years younger. Oh yeah, over right? seventy five thousand applicants. Yeah, you know, through COVID, it was fully online. Um, she submitted, she stayed with it, and had to go through several hurdles to get it. But you know, she got picked to be in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit editions. So yeah, every girl's dream, right? Um, so you know, she's killing it. Yeah. You know? I mean, she's just got a lot of tenacity. Like, well, top three takeaways from just, like, looking at her life. I mean, she's she's done some really cool things. You've done some really cool things. If you could tell somebody in their early 20s, like, top three advice from you and Summer, what would the, those top three things be? Chase your dreams. That's yeah. one. Um, don't be scared of the hard things. Um, Two. I, I've kind of already said it, but just, like, go for it. Like, yeah, go for it. The risk isn't that bad. Just take the risk. The risk is not that bad. I, I I can't believe decisions I make now. Like that would have put the absolute almighty fear into me. I bought a house today. Like you know, like today things you like did. That. Yeah, I gotta talk to you about. Oh that. wow, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it's like just jumps. Like <laughs> because I have confidence. I bought a house today. I thought we were doing that for like three or four months. Dude. Um, just it's kidding. A, it's a, it's it's a whole different thing. I'll get into it's a home it. run. Home yeah. run. It better yeah. be a home run. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, it's a whole, it's a creative deal. I'll, I'll explain it to you. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, um, things that took scared me forever. I mean, it took me 10 years to buy a house mainly because of financial, um, things, but you know, in getting my own ability to do that, but like, you know, things just take that leap of faith, you know, make the jump. Like there's nothing. I think me and Johnny say this all the time. My partner, Johnny, shout out, Johnny. I wish you were here too. Um, but you're enjoying snowboarding right now. And <laughs> I guess daddy's got to run the company right now. So I guess I got to do that. But um, my CEO, John, Jonathan, he took a leap of faith with me. He actually hired me at Whiting Turner. Got to shout him out. Um, you know, if it's not, I don't want to screw this up. Life-altering, un, life-altering, unsolvable, or I forget what the third one is. Then why, like, what are you worried about? Like, yeah. What are you that worried about? Like, any, every problem can be solved. So going from, like, corporate super job security, right? Yeah. Like, living the dream to now solopreneuring, entrepreneuring, now being a full entrepreneur house, right? Going from both going from corporate 
doing and and that 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 was my encouragement really with summer and with you is like look man you guys did this like yeah. it, it it's just effort now companies don't rise and fall because of lack of money it's lack of effort and, and you guys went you guys have gone out and put forth tons of effort and you're starting to reap the rewards for it you know right and that's what it is right why am why you know people are like why is these people have these super crazy high net worth they're CEOs of companies and whatever to understand the level of effort that it takes to get there is the thing. And right now we've developed this culture that, you know, I hate to say it and it sound like the, the old hag, but like the people are afraid to do the hard thing. Yeah. The hard thing is what makes that return. You know, I like that. The hard whole, thing is what makes the return. Yeah. Like investing your whole life savings, putting a big bet on red or black and hopefully it works out putting in, 24, you know, they say I traded my 14-hour days for 24-7, you know, but that's the real thing, you know. Until you can get to three-hour days. Right. And then zero-hour days. Right. Because your assets and your equities are paying for your lifestyle. Your cash flow is paying for, you know, for who you are. Right. You're You're living in a way that no one's willing to. You're working. I love, like, the age-old adjective. Working a way that that most people aren't willing to work. Right. To live in a way that most people can never live. Correct. You have you have That's all it. the adages like right? that. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah, it's it it is, man. It's it's living that lifestyle that is really tough, but I mean the the rewards are exponential if you can if you can really put your head down and grind. Yeah, man. Well, I'm very proud of you. We got like 3 minutes and uh, I think we've consolidated uh our podcast. Yeah. And so I usually end with about a 20 30 minute conversation just so I can learn because yeah. as you know me, like I'm a lifelong learner and I just love to learn market-facing activity, where am I failing, what am I doing? And so just in 30 seconds or less, why did you join Crass? Well, I joined Crass for the community. Yeah? You know, um, the community and the ability to connect with like-minded entrepreneurs. Um, And a lot of that started with you, you know. Um, We had a shared vision, shared goals. You know, we share, you know, all of the same vision when it comes to real estate and beyond that, you know. just through that met so many folks that were doing deals together. We're working together in some capacity. Like that was, it's a conduit to mm-hmm. connect people. And you know, that's the vision of the whole campus. Right. But like it's, it's worked out terrifically amazing in my life. And you've connected that's awesome. with so many people. Like it, it's been everything for me. So that's awesome. What have you gotten out of Crest that you weren't expecting to get out of it? What have I gotten out, Crest, that I wasn't expecting to get out? Like, you joined for the community. Um, but what, what what has been, like, a bonus, like, that you just weren't anticipating, if any? Um, I, I mean, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't ex- expecting, you know, a co-working space to, like, keep me so much more aligned with my faith as it has. And that's, okay. that's been a cool thing. Or, I mean, it's been everything. You know, if I didn't have faith, I wouldn't be where I'm at. I would have fallen apart. Yeah. Now, how, how did that happen? Like, <coughs> was it just like interacting with me in that regard? Or was it just you, just the Travis, spirit around here? You, Travis, the spirit. Like, you know, when I come here, you know, it feels a little different. You know? Yeah. It feels like everything has a different core value. You know, it has that greater purpose. That's awesome. I mean, that is the core value of this space is just people first, quality. Yeah. It's all about quality, community, and connections. Right. Then everything else is just like like if you can thrive, connect, and dream, we're winning. Right. That's it. Like it's not about the building, and that's yeah. what we're learning about our narrative. It's not about the building. We need the benefits of this space is the investment, 
into the social capital of the community, actually living life together. Absolutely. It's beyond what we do for business. But sure. so with that, like third and final question, how am I failing miserably right now <laughs> at life as running crest? What can I do better? What, 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 where can we grow? What can we do to, to elevate a higher level of connection and community at the, the highest quality possible? What can we do that we're not doing now or that we could do better at? I mean, keep doing what you're doing, man. That's all I can. It say. didn't help me much. I know it doesn't help you, but hey, I mean, you're you're growing something that has a true place in this world. Just stay with it. Like, yeah. The faults you're gonna find out; those are numbers driven, right? You know that those things kind of are clear and obvious, but like, you know, you're, you you've built the groundwork with the core values and foundation to have great success, and you've had it already. Like your members, I'm sure you're you're well above your projected growth. So we're working keep towards doing what it. you're doing. Yeah. yeah, we're working towards it. Yeah. So well, I appreciate you, Mike. What's yeah, your man. website? People want to look you up. Uh, foxbuilds.io, and it's terrible, and I need to work on it. How Instagram, about your Instagram? It's getting better. All it's uh, at foxbuilds.io. Um, at foxbuilds.io. Yeah. Io. Um, right. working on both, both are a work in progress, but we got a lot of cool things to come. Um, it's going to be a really big year for us. And if someone wanted to hire, if someone wanted to hire your company, what type of projects and where, what are you to hire for? You guys are gearing into the commercial space. Yeah, it's a 60, 40 split between, um, single family, residential, custom homes, um, scaling up into the larger homes, um, waterfront, you know, kind of, you name it, um, quality home projects and commercial space. Um, working on some small industrial projects and multifamily, pro- smaller multifamily projects, um, restaurant build outs, retail fit outs, things like that. Yeah. Commercial space, um, really pr- anything between 200,000 to 4 million is our bread and butter. Got it. Right now. We're if you need a builder, I mean, I'm already one of his clients. He's already building for us. Fantastic systems, great processes, great communication. Um, you know, it's, uh, you get who you work for, right? You get, you get, you get what you pay for and Fox building group, by all means, they, they handle a lot of our vertical, uh, vertical, I mean, everything right now. So it's awesome. So thanks guys. Thanks for being my guest, dude. We got it done in 30 minutes, man. We did it. (laughs) We did it. Thanks again, guys. Uh, my name is Jeremy Vanderloop, Crest Community. Uh, that was a Let's Get Coffee podcast. That's the new record. Fastest one we've ever done. (laughs) See you guys. Thanks for having me. See you guys.